friends, welcome to Outsiders. Outsiders is a podcast that's going to be focused on queer culture and conversation. This is episode one, the intro episode. So who am I and why did I want to do this podcast? I recently started my own business, which is called Initiative Space, and it's been going well. I create events for queer women, women of color, many of whom are interested in tech and entrepreneurship. And I wanted to find a new medium to try to reach other queer women um, who may be interested in talking about queer culture um, and just having conversations about it. So on this episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about my story. I'm born and raised in New York City. I'm 30 years old and I'm queer. I use queer because I found that it's something that incorporates more of a diversity of women who identify with the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, And so in terms of my story, I always knew I was different, but I never realized that being gay could be a thing. Like, I didn't think, (laughs) you know, it could exist. And even though I grew up in New York City my whole life, it wasn't really until I got to college that I had the opportunity to really say, wait a minute, oh, wait, I'm actually gay. Um, and, you know, coming to terms with that was something that was very challenging for me. Um, but interestingly, I found that it was more challenging for me to accept it for myself than for others who I thought would be totally against it to accept it. Um, so the journey, I kind of think about it as sort of in line with how my style evolved, Um, when I was a little kid, I was always a big tomboy. Um, I wore swimming trunks (laughs) to the pool when I was in elementary school, you know, before I had puberty. Um, I wore my hair short. I felt like an other. I even, you know, had a nickname that I chose for myself because I... I felt like my real name, my given name, Julia, which is a beautiful name, wasn't something that suited me and that really represented who I was. So from a young age, I really felt that there was already something in society that I didn't understand about how people were perceiving me. So... When I got to college, I started to, you know, learn much more about myself. That's when we typically start to evolve. And I I cut all my hair out of the perm off, and I grew a huge afro, you know, Angela Davis style. And, you know, I'm trying to, trying to keep with my Afrocentricity um, on campus because, you know, there were only, like, I don't know, 100 black people, period. And um, my style also started to evolve. I was a very kind of, I guess, what society would identify as femme 
for a long time. But I was that style because I thought that that was the only way I could identify. Um, so it was like I was in this body and I was wearing these clothes that, you know, are for women. And I was shopping in the women's department. And I thought it looked nice. And I did. But I just it never really quite fit me. Um, and after going to college and graduating from graduate school, I came back to New York City and I became a teacher and I really loved that. I got to work with middle school and high school students. Um, and one thing, you know, in teaching is your professional style. And I noticed that what I typically fell into in terms of my style was pants or nice slacks or trousers and a blouse and um during that time it was really stressful for me and I gained a lot of weight and I uh finally started <laughs> to realize I needed a change so I actually met someone who introduced me to kickboxing classes and I started doing that in 2012 and I I haven't been I have been slacking this year, but I've been doing that for a really long time. And it's helped me to improve my muscle mass, my strength, but also it just helped me to improve my style by evolving into the person I wanted to be because I was getting more in touch with my body and things that I wanted and how I wanted to dress my body. So now, if you see me, and you saw me like six years ago, you might think I'm a totally different person. I have found a barber, which I love, um, love. I've become much more a masculine presenting in my style. But it's interesting because when I look back on my childhood photos, it's very similar. You know, and it's, it's interesting also because it's like, as young kids, as children, we have our own unique personalities and we have our own sense of style, how we want to dress ourselves, how we want to be understood and perceived by the world. And I had that. And um, I'm just really thankful that my parents were receptive to and open to the way that I wanted to dress back then because I think it really helped me to become comfortable later on in life with kind of reawakening that style inside of me. So now um, when I go shopping, I typically go between the male or men's fashion department and the women's fashion department because... You know, I mean, I, I could find things in either one. Um, and, you know, I used to be intimidated to go in the men's section, although I would pass by it, you know, kind of like do the quick little eyes and see like if I liked it or not. But I would never buy anything because I didn't know what people would think of me. But as I've gotten older and more comfortable with myself, I, I love it. I love it. I mean, there are certain tips that... I would keep in mind, you know, because of women's hips, sometimes men's shirts are um, not as cut for us towards the bottom 
hip area. So if you're getting a button down, for example, you might want to get a little bit of a larger size because it will it will button down to a certain point, and then when it gets to your hips, it won't button, and that's not cute. Um, so those are just things I've learned along the way to be mindful about, and um, I just really enjoy where I am right now. I really do, and. I recently started my own business initiative space, and now I'm living an entrepreneur life. I started by um, hosting networking events, actually, in friends' houses who were welcoming to me and my ventures in trying to create workshops where women could come together after work over wine and just talk about different things that affect us, like... Uh, negotiating your salary or finding the right words to communicate with your boss about things that are happening to you that you want to have a raise that you need more vacation time whatever it is that you need um so I did that those themed meetings at people's houses for over a year and as the momentum grew with those meetings I assessed my budget and I decided that it was now the time for me to venture out and take a humongous risk and start my own business. And it's been quite a journey, but it's been one of the most rewarding things I've ever done in my life. And I encourage you, if you have the ability to do something that is risk-taking but is also a passion, go for it. The worst that can happen is you set a timeline for yourself and... You know, by that timeline, you make a decision as to whether this is something effective, this is something that you can see scale, this is something that you see as uh, something that's going to be financially stable for you or not, and, you know, pivot and make a new choice or keep going with the way that your business is evolving. There are a couple of events that are coming up. Um, in January, I can't believe it's January, um, that I just wanted to mention my friends at Datable, um, which is a matchmaking service for the LGBTQIA plus community, are having a hot chocolate and whiskey mixer. And during this mixer, they're going to have a panel which will be contributing to the topic of reasonable expectations while dating. So it should be a really fun opportunity to network, to meet other people in the queer community, and just come out. Um, it's going to take place at the center on December 12th. If you want any more information about that event, please visit www.datable. That's spelled D as in dog, 8, able, A-B-L-E, L-L-C, Com. If there are any announcements that you would like to make or you'd like me to make about queer women's events or events for the queer community, just let me know and I'd love to feature you. We will be coming back to you with lots of topics this year and I just look forward to seeing how this podcast goes. Thank you for joining me for the first episode. Take care.